Hi everybody, before I jump into this episode, I want to let you know that the Money Medicine Clinic podcast is sponsored by my private members club, the Abundance Clinic Membership. This membership is filled with tools to help you manage your money with confidence and it is expanding all the time. So we often have guest sessions on all sorts of topics ranging from budgeting, manifesting, mindset, saving, investing and building a side hustle and basically everything in between. And you're well supported every single month by having accountability for your actions. So we have a group money date together once a month. We have an end of the month Q&A session where you can ask any questions of any money problems that you're having. And we have a mindset session as well to help you to improve your mindset around your finances. Um, There is so much more to the membership than what I can say in this very short clip. So if you want to come along and try it out for yourself, I'm running a $1 trial and you can try it out for 30 days. Everything is included. There's nothing held back from you and you get to see for yourself how awesome it is. So I hope you'll take me up on that offer. All you need to do is check out the show notes and there is a link there for you to come and join us in the Abundance Clinic membership. We cannot wait to meet you. So I'm going to get on with the episode now. Take care. Bye bye. podcast episode, I want to talk about ethical banking and investing. Now, I have spoken about ethical investing before. So if you check out episode 38, that will get go into more detail for you. But in this one, I wanted to give you a bit of more broad overview of ethical banking, because it's so much more than ethical investing. I mean, there's there is so much more to it. Um, you may have come across things recently about switching your bills to greener services and products um, but you can do the same with your bank accounts. The good news is that most of them are covered by the financial services compensation scheme so make sure you check that before you do switch Um, but when you're choosing a bank based on whether or not it's ethical you have to be aware of something called greenwashing and this is where something is being described as environmentally beneficial by a company through adverts, campaigns, products, that kind of thing, but actually the underlying product, or let's say in the case of investments, like an investment fund, is actually only making, say, token gestures towards um, helping the environment or ethical practices. The problem with ethical banking is that there are no kind of consensus definitions of what makes something ethical or sustainable and when you go into ethical investing there are a number of different terms that are used to describe um, what you are investing in so what you might consider to be um, ethical might not seem ethical to somebody else so for example let's say you invested in an ethical fund that included amazon now for me personally i don't have any strong feelings against amazon but other people do, so they wouldn't want to invest any of their money towards anything that went towards Amazon. The problem is it's very difficult um, sometimes to see that, so you have to really do your research to make sure that you're putting your money towards something that you um, feel okay with. All right, so it might take a little bit of a little bit of effort on your part to do that. 
So I'm going to start with ethical savings accounts. So what makes a savings account ethical? Well, this is to do with how banks use your money. So when you save money with a bank, the bank will typically invest that money to make a profit. And they might lend that money out to people and they'll get money for lending money out to people. But they're ultimately a business. Yeah, A bank needs to make money in order to survive and make sure that when the time comes for us to need our money, it's there ready for us to claim it. So if your bank is putting money towards the fossil fuel industry, um, new oil and gas exploration, nuclear weapons, avoiding tax, um, profiteering from you know weaponry, that kind of thing, um, or companies that are not dressing, addressing the pay gap between men and women, then would you want to put your money with those kinds of banks? Probably not. So... If you want to switch your money to a bank that doesn't do that, then you have to do your research and have a look to see which ones don't and also avoid the whole greenwashing thing as well. So when you're having a look at what makes a bank ethical, you're looking at what are they investing their money in and do they pay their fair share of tax? And I would say for bonus points, it's also about who who's running the company and what their attitudes are towards women and ethnic minorities within their company. Because I think that really speaks volumes. So a truly ethical bank won't invest in fossil fuels or projects that are going to be bad for the environment. Okay, They also won't invest in things that would finance weaponry um, and further impact on countries that are being um, completely devastated by that. They also won't have set themselves up in countries that are tax havens like um, the Cayman Islands or Bermuda, Jersey, Mauritius, etc. So when you are looking for savings accounts, there are a number of different savings accounts out there that you can go to. Um, number one is Triodos. Now, Triodos are very much all about ethical investing and banking. And they only finance companies that focus on people, the environment or culture. They even go as far as making sure that their contactless MasterCard is made from renewable plant-based materials, which is amazing, right? To think that they've even looked at it down to that level of detail. Another account you could consider is Nationwide, um, and they are a well-known high street bank, and they are operating as a mutual which means that they're accountable to their members and they run for their members benefits rather than for shareholders and then you could also look at the disruptor banks starling and monzo now starling says that they do not provide services to organizations who promote harmful behaviors such as um, weaponry tobacco um, and you know those sorts of things fossil fuels and they've also pledged to become a net zero company as well which I think is great. Monzo on the other hand talks about transparency and social impact rather than environmental ethics like Starling does um, but they do have an environmental footprint that is low compared to other banks because they don't have physical branches. 
There is also a new kid on the block that's coming about, and this is Novus. Now, Novus is a banking app that's currently um, on waiting list. So if you have a look in the show notes, you'll see the link for it. You can join up and sign, um, sign up to the waiting list yourself. But they say that they will help you to be able to contribute to the causes that you care about to help the planet and without it costing you any money. So the idea is that the charges that you generate through all of your transactions go towards positive impacts on the world. Now, I certainly like the the promise of this and the idea of it. So I've signed up to the waiting list to find out more once they become available. Um, So it's not an an account you can use right now, but certainly one that you can start doing some research on um, when when they come about so that you could jump into it straight away. And now I'm going to look at ethical investing. So as I've already mentioned, there is episode 38 that goes into much more detail about ethical investing. But essentially, what you need to do is have a look at the different brokers, so the the platforms that allow you to invest, and have a look at their ethical funds that they offer. Now, the funds will be a collection of different companies that that particular broker deems as ethical. And if you don't agree with that, you might be stuck in what you can invest in. So you need to have a look at what these different companies actually offer. So you've got Triodos, again, who offer ethical investments. Um, So have a look at them. They are more pricey um, to invest with them, but you might be happy um, with what they offer um, and be, you know, want to get involved with what they do. You could also look at companies like Fidelity, Vanguard, Hargus Lansdowne, um, Moneybox and Plum, and they all have ethical type investment funds that you can go for. And again, just do your research. Just be happy that you you understand the underlying investments to them. So that means going to have a look at the key facts document and seeing what is held within those funds to check that it's in alignment with how you feel about ethical investing. You could also check out platforms like Crowdcube and Cedars and see what kinds of businesses are asking for investment. Now, these are more risky than the more established companies that are out there. So if you're going to invest with someone like Cedars or Crowdcube, make sure you know what you're getting yourself in for. Don't put all of your money into it. Do your research, read about the companies because there is, you know, there is always a risk that you could lose your money and you're putting your money just into one company as opposed to a fund that's putting it across several different companies. But you might find that there are some businesses there that you feel strongly about that deal with things like healthcare. Um, for example, there was one recently that I got involved with that was helping women um, to have options when it came to what they use for their menstrual cycle. So they were using plastic free materials and they were also contributing to charity to help um, reduce the impact of period poverty. So for me, that felt like a really ethical um, investment to do. But I didn't put all of my money into it because it's a it's a relatively new business in the scheme of things. So there is always a risk I could lose my money in that situation. Hopefully not, though, because I obviously want that type of business to do well. So the bottom line is when it comes to ethical investing, you need to, one, be aware of the greenwashing. So do some research around that and just make sure that you're investing in a fund that isn't just paying lip service to it. There actually are, you know, rationalising the types of companies that they are putting into their fund. 
um, and have a look at what is underlying in the fund. So you need to know which companies are in there. So not all funds will be transparent about what companies are held within them because they say it's protecting um, that information against competitors. So if that makes you feel uncomfortable, obviously don't invest with that. But ethical investing has got such different terminology that each type of investment will mean different things. So go and check out episode 38 if you want more information about ethical investing to start to understand about the terminology that's being used. And also download my freebie, which is an ebook, and that will go into the detail about the different types of terminology that's used for ethical investing as well. So enjoy, do some research and just feel good about the fact that your money can do good in the world. And with the fact that by 2025, 65% of the country's wealth will be in the hands of women or is predicted to be in the hands of women. What an amazing opportunity this is to actually vote with this kind of power. So I think there's a lot more to come when it comes to ethical investing. I I truly believe that it's the future. So the more we can get involved with it now, early on, we can start to change the status quo so that things can move in a much better direction for everybody. Um, So I'll catch you in the next one. Bye. And that's it. I really hope you enjoyed this episode of the Money Medicine Clinic podcast. If you want to find something else to do now before the next one comes out, then please come and join us in the Facebook group, Women Working Towards Money Freedom. This is completely free. You don't have to be part of any of my programs. This is just a place that you can join that will help you to feel more confident and in control of your finances. So I hope you come and join us over there. But you can also find me on multiple other social media platforms. So look, look for the female money doctor and you will find me. So you take care and I will see you in the next episode.